0: The Once and Future Nerd Book 1 Princes of Jordan Chapter 4 Monsters Episode 3 Now, to understand much of what follows in our tale, you will need to know a bit about what had been happening in the West with the rebel general Traft. I wish there were a better time to explain this, but soon things are going to get very interesting indeed for our party of travellers, so best to tell you about Traft now. You'll recall the unfortunate blacksmith who was taken prisoner on his way back to the now-ruined castle Ironhertz. What? Well, you didn't think I'd introduce you to a man just as tragedy befell him, only to never speak of him again, did you? What sort of lunatic would do such a thing? In any event, we rejoined the blacksmith as his cloaked captors led him through the ruins of his hometown he wept for the devastation he saw and for the many mutilated bodies of the men charged with defending the town. Then they came to the town square. The smith had, of course, heard stories of orcs before, but had counted himself fortunate that he had never seen an orc. Until now. Now he saw pointed teeth and ashen skin and gruesome war paint. In short, he saw everything the stories warned of. Which is, of course, the great power of stories. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Though the rest of the surviving townsmen were encircled by several dozen orcs, the smith was led past them towards a recently erected tent. This was General Traft's command tent. In it, Traft had counsel with chieftains of the various Orc tribes which comprised his army. The Civic Guard will be here by night. If we hold until morning, our reinforcements will defeat them, and we can attack Blackhold.
1: How many brothers survived this last
0: attack? Said Traft, in a tongue that I am doing my best to translate. Its name meant army, and it had been created so that the clans could converse in their camps. It was... Well, they were still working on it. Many brothers fell before the Templars could open the gate.
2: I dislike the Templars, Brother General.
0: What did he say about my mother? Templars. He dislikes the Templars. Ratma means cares for
2: things. Ratma means cares. Cares for people. Respect, brother, but I don't know why my mother is involved. Oh, they're ready to help us. We need to fix this language.
1: Continue your report, brother. Near to 400 brothers remain.
0: I'm less concerned with numbers than with arms. They have Easterner steel. That is being worked on. As if on cue, the cloaked things Templars, Traft called them, just then entered the tent with the smith in tow. Traft switched the common tongue of the human realms of Jordan. Just as I said, leave us, please. The smith looked at this half-orc general he had heard so much about. His body was sinewy, his tanned head was shaved, and his face was decorated with orcish war paint. Six Hills Clans, specifically, but of course, the Smith didn't know that. Have a seat. The Smith looked around and saw no chairs. Draft casually tossed aside his weapons a double headed scythe and a miner's axe and sat on the ground. Cautiously, the Smith followed his lead.
1: I don't think it's rude if I assume you know who I am. Sorry to say
2: I don't know who you are. What's your name? It's Smith. <laughs> No shit. My father was called Smith, so was his father. That ever bother you? I'm not ashamed of what I do. You shouldn't be. I mean, does it ever bother you that they name you after what you do for them? I, I I don't think I understand.
1: Let me get right to it, Smith, the Smith. I know there's a pretty sizable arsenal near here. I know it was promised to the Civic Guard, but I'm pretty sure they ain't claimed it yet. I know you know where it is because you put it there. Very keen to acquire that arsenal, Smith the Smith, and I'd kindly appreciate it if you told me where to find it. What happens if I don't? Well, I'll be forced to retreat. The Civic Guard will take this castle, and I'll keep on with this war for a while longer. Probably lose eventually. They'll flay me to death, and that'll be the story of me. You're not going to torture me. Well, I reckon you'll live out the rest of your days the same as you've been doing. How much are they paying you for that arsenal, Smith? Give me a number, maybe I can do better.
2: I'm not going to betray the realm for some extra gold. You know what alchemy is, Smith the Smith? That's when you make gold out of something else. Right. Out of something more common, or else what's the sense? It's quite the power. No one's ever
1: done it. But they have. The princes of Jordan and their elf overlords have mastered alchemy. They figured out how to turn your sweat into their gold. They use the steel there you break your back to make so they can defend their lands.
2: When they defend their lands, they defend everyone. And how defended do you feel
1: right now? They collect taxes on the lands they hold, don't they? And profit off the fruits of those lands. Do you see any of that profit?
2: i get enough to feed my family. You ain't got a family. You'd already asked about them. When I did, I mean... What happened to them? They returned to Galladin. If I remember, there was a pretty bad fever swept through the foothills about five or six years ago. It was an orc raid down by the river when they went to get water. I'm sorry to hear that, Smith. You're sorry? Then put a stop to it. Take your monsters back across the mountains where they belong. Why do you think those raids happened, Smith? How should I know, savages? Do you know how I was conceived, Smith? I wasn't there, but
1: you must have heard tell. Orc raid. Please continue. Tell me what they've said. They say that an an orc, well, an orc raped my mother, and that's where I came from, right? That's what they say. They were probably around fifty orcs in that raiding party. A dozen or so got it in their heads to start raping. My father wanted to stop them. He hid my mother, a human woman he didn't know at all, and fought off a dozen of his peers before their chieftain came through and broke up the fight.
2: That's the story she told me on her deathbed. So maybe some orcs have some decency in them. What's your point?
1: My point, Smith the Smith, is to be wary of stories you hear, especially ones that help the powerful stay in power. Those princes I strung up, I asked each of them, who do you serve? first few thought it'd be brave to say gala down the realm and the king. After I hanged a couple, they started saying they'd serve me or they'd serve whoever I wanted them to. Now that made me real sore. They jumped from serving the people who had power over them most of their lives to serving the man who had power over them right then, namely, me. No one thought for half a god's damn second that maybe they should serve someone with less power than them. You see, Smith, everyone in this world has to choose who they're going to serve. Unfortunately, you're gonna have to choose a little sooner than you might like. Now Troft straightened up and looked Smith straight in the eyes. They weren't gonna pay you for the arsenal, were they? They was gonna claim a crisis of the realm and take it all for free. Smith blinked first. That's what I thought. What if you still had a family? You'd be counting on payment for those weapons to feed them. What about your friends who mine the iron and coal for your steel? Don't they have families? Shouldn't they see some of the wealth that the princes of Jordan gain with the iron they mine? With the steel you make? Hard work
2: is its own reward. Did Hans Ironhurt's wife ever have to go outside the walls to get water? It's a lady's right to be safe in her family's castle. Who gave her that right? Who denied that right to your wife? Galadin.
0: Smith traced the circle
1: around his heart. Dubious theology aside, how do they hold on to that
2: right? It's just the way things are.
1: What if before I came through here, y'all just marched up to the Inner Hold and demanded to stay? I imagine they'd tell us to leave. And if you didn't? If you stayed and started pounding on the gates, can you imagine any way that wouldn't end with y'all getting cut down? I suppose I can't. They'd cut your wife down with steel you made. The blood of commoners is the not-so-secret ingredient in their alchemy. Before me, every war you saw was between one prince and another. That is what they do with the steel and gold born of common sweat. Not bread for your belly, not a home for your family, not shoes for your children. Instead of feeding you, they feed the monster they created. War so that they can become more powerful. But you started a war. My war, Smith, is for the people who've never had power. I can't promise that no evil will come of it. I can't even promise that the results will be good, all told, but I can promise this'll be the first war you'll see not fought for the strong to get stronger. So here's my question for you, Smith. Smith the man, Smith the townsman, Smith the sculptor of steel, Smith the widower whose wife contracted a fatal case of not being born to the right family. Who do you serve? The princes? Who've proven in no uncertain terms that they do not serve you?
2: Or will you serve those who actually need your help? How do I know who you actually wanna help? You're a chaos
1: worshiper. Well, Smith, it's my word against theirs. So what you need to ask yourself is if you believe what they've told you in the past. That answer you gave as to why your wife had to die, that it's there right, that it's the way things are, that Galadon willed it. You need to ask yourself whether you're really satisfied with that answer. The small detachment
0: of Civic Guard had traveled non non-stop since dawn. They were relieved finally to reach the hill marked on the map that Smith had given to them when he pledged the weapons. They fumbled around for a while to find the well-concealed tarp, and then excitedly pulled it back to reveal... an empty hole. Then the ambush came. The realization that haunted these guardsmen in their dying moments was not that orcs had found them, but rather that the orcs who beset them were armed not with stone weapons, but with well-made steel. For additional information and bonus content, access onceandfuturenerd.com on your computer machine. New episodes are released every other Sunday. The Once and Future Nerd is written and created by Zach Glass and Christian Madeira, and directed and edited by Christian Madeira. It is performed by Rhiannon Angel, Garrett Armin, Dan Dobransky, Lily Drexler, Hayes Dunlop, Anya Gibeon, Ian Harkins, Paul Notice, Frank Querez, and Julie Reed. It is co-executive produced by Jess
2: Kelly. Production sound engineering is done by Gary O'Keefe with dialogue editing, post-production mixing, and sound design by Sandra Ramirez. Theme music is composed by Tom Lee.
0: Thanks for downloading.